What is up? It's Dakota Layden here from Destination Fear, and you are listening to the Paranomaly Zone. A ghostly apparition in the dark of night. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria! So, Michael, right before I pressed that big old giant red record button, you said to me, I'm ready to go whenever you have your stuff ready. So, I wanted to ask you, why didn't you just swear? I mean, we weren't recording. It doesn't... It doesn't... uh, behoove you to hold back i thought Hmm. it seemed like you you paused you're like whenever you have your stuff ready i said come on were were you being mr conservative were you afraid that you were going to sound sound dirty come on explain open up here okay i will explain okay so uh since i've been on we were talking about my meds a little bit earlier before we push the red button right? and uh, I'm <laughs> um, talking about my mental health p- medication and the changes and add additions, whatever. Um, but since I've been doing that, I, I have this very often almost constant feeling that I'm about to drool out of the right corner of my mouth. Wow. And, and, uh, and it's like, you know, I take my left arm, my left hand, lift up my right hand up to my mouth to wipe it off. There you go. Yeah. And there's nothing there. He's demonstrating right now for me, folks. So uh, yeah, he has his, um, he has his right hand. Um, his <laughs> his left hand is grasping his right wrist and he's yes. guiding his hand towards his mouth. Yep. You know, just like and now that. He's, and, He's yeah, wiping there. wiping away the phantom drool that is not yeah. there. So uh, there have been a couple of times where I have actually drooled, but that came out of the other corner. Of my ah. I don't know why, but and that happened today too, and I did not like it. So, <laughs> so your your um your drool story still doesn't answer why you didn't just uh, drop the uh, the s bomb there. Why didn't you just oh, say? I, like, I was explaining the pause. Okay, okay, but how about the swear? The swear. It's like you were holding back, and we weren't even recording. Now Mike is constantly licking his lips now. (laughs) Yeah, you got me going. (laughs) Now he's self-conscious. Anyway, so uh, I don't know. I can't answer that because I I did it unintentionally or (laughs) unconsciously. Well, you know what? It it provided a couple minutes of... uh, 
some some uh, useless intro yes. banter right now, and I appreciate that. So. Totally useless and extremely unnecessary. Yes, and, and probably not very entertaining, so we apologize. No, for that, we apologize. <laughs> you know we're such a self-confident podcast when it, we're three minutes in and both of us have apologized already, so that's, <laughs> yeah. that's a good sign. Uh, Mike, on a, on, a, on a serious note here, but not really, nothing's really serious uh, when it comes to you and I a lot of times, um, but totally relating to the topic at hand, we got a pretty fun, cool discussion lined up. I, I think, I hope, I hope. Has a, has a movie ever truly creeped you out, Mike? All throughout your life, have you ever seen a movie that just like stayed with you and gave you the heebie-jeebies? Uh, any scary movie in general i remember the first time i saw uh psycho oh okay classic uh, classic the the birds really flipped me out what's wrong with their music child. You, what's wrong <laughs> with love them? that love that movie well, oh. the birds freaked me out and then that electronic bird sound that they they used on there see i thought you were I talking mean, about the rock and roll <laughs> band so i was like why the heck are you saying that the birds <sighs> okay bad joke no, number one no. i'm gonna start keeping toll of my bad jokes there's number one all right check all right you keep track uh <laughs> from what you realize or think that you've done uh-huh, and uh-huh. i will keep track and we'll see how many okay. really bad a bad tally for sure that you've uh okay that you've uh expounged from your your vocal expound that's a new word expound expunged expunged <laughs> i like expounded okay i like i like uh, expounged that's a good <laughs> i got to write that down i'm going to use yeah. that so so psycho and the birds the movie not the band they freaked you out um yes anything of recent memory anything uh, uh, recent memory any, well... anything that's not in black and white <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, hey, I am 61 years old, aren't I? I'm just kidding. Um, Yeah, you know, this is a a movie that we kind of mentioned talking about. And to this day, there's just, there's parts of it that really just give me the heebie-jeebies. And uh, it's The Changeling. Oh, yeah. With George C. Scott. I wanted you to talk about that. Uh, absolutely awesome awesome movie uh 1980 movie yeah dang yep george c scott quite a powerful uh persona for sure as oh, an yeah. actor yes. yeah i'm looking forward to talking about that because i am not familiar with that movie so um in that movie actually george c scott this tough persona yeah he uh he actually faints in it <laughs> oh no no kidding oh well, yeah yeah hope he didn't hurt himself so he fell on the floor. He was on the phone trying to call for help. Damn. And he was he 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 fainted. Now, <laughs> was he a method actor? Did he literally faint? <laughs> you know? yeah, some maybe. of these some of these yeah. actors they go a little too far, you know. So I'm just asking. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I want to mention that black and white <laughs> comment earlier. That's a running joke between the one of my brothers and myself, every time we go out to visit my mom, we ask her, you know, why the hell do you even have a color TV? Because <laughs> she always has a black and white movie on. She has this massive, nice, modern television, you know, and uh, nope, she puts on her old-time favorites. <laughs> usually usually the volume is set at one, 
That's like, okay, you, <laughs> you can't hear it. Uh, my, um, my problems usually sit at 30. <laughs> so, well, she sits there. She does her puzzles with the movies on and stuff. And Well, so it's like kind of like a background I think thing. so. I think so, yeah, because she's seen yeah. them, you know, so. But, oh, that's cool. That's all right. <laughs> I think that's kind of funny. But, yeah, um, yeah. We, we, we have a pretty cool topic lined up. I mean, Long-time listeners know, uh, ding, 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 thank you very much that this is your weekly dose of all things, hey, you guessed it, Paranormal Strange and Mysterious. Uh, we do get new listeners from time to time, so we'd like to welcome them to the Paranomaly Zone. My name is Patrick Koffenberg, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host with the ghosts, the paranormal poster boy himself, the formerly drooling... Um, <laughs> but has never met a ghost that he hasn't liked. Mike Carbno. Mike, have you ever been freaked out by a ghost? No. Damn. So you're, <laughs> you're more apt to be freaked out by an Alfred Hitchcock movie than you are a ghost. Yeah, that's mm. true. That's very true. Why is that? So what, far. So what, far, that's true. Yes. So what does that say about you? <laughs> I'm a freaking idiot. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Yeah, oh, come on now. Come on. Far from it. Far from it. No, That's anyway, it. yeah. No, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I go with it. I'm happy with that. I Put me into a, the, the scariest dark basement and I'll, I'll, I'll be happy. I'll be fine. Now, you have to admit, though, like, you know, at least from my observations, like every now and then, if you and I are out on a paranormal investigation of some sort, we're on some sort of paranormal jaunt jaunt i don't know if it's <laughs> we came up the same word i know <laughs> i don't yeah. know if it's um if it's me misreading you but sometimes i get a vibe or, or i'm looking at your face and it seems like you got that like whoa did you you know kind of like the old um the old british did you hear that yes the old british paranormal <laughs> program most haunted you know like did you hear that you know and just yeah. kind of with the wide eyes and like shh shut up so sometimes yeah. I get that vibe from you. I want to say that you That's, kind of felt like that when we first walked into the Sally house. You were like, don't you feel that? You like asked me. He's like, don't you feel this? Yeah. And I was like, no. It was excitement. <laughs> so that's what I'm, so I'm, I'm misreading some of that as, as just you're overly excited and it's not necessarily anything to do with like you're kind of creeped out by any means. That's no. Uh, okay. No, because, you know, the difference between the two is one of them I will slightly wet myself and the other I won't. Ah, okay. That's so, that's the telltale sign right there. So next yeah, time, so next time I shall stare at if, your crotch and figure it out. You know, I'm going to say if you you see a darkening patch growing on my the crotch of my jeans, <laughs> then, then right. it's time to go. Man. <laughs> A darkening patch. <laughs> yeah, right. the as the urine spreads. No, we uh, know what was happening, okay? You didn't okay, have to describe okay. it. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I digress and I apologize. No, no need to apologize. But um, yeah, as I was getting around to earlier, uh, the topic tonight, ghosts in films. Kind of like we're focusing, well, not kind of like we are. We're focusing on portrayals of the paranormal and mainstream movies. This is going to be pretty fun. It's kind of a little different than what we usually do. Um, I thought it'd be a fun discussion right before the holidays. Uh, by the way, Merry Christmas to everybody. Uh, happy holidays. Absolutely. If you choose to celebrate, awesome. If you choose not to, awesome. We just love you all. Thank you all for listening, and we wish you nothing but the best. Um, we're going to have a good conversation. Before we forget, though, Mike, we have kind of our own little wee topic. 
or not weed, weed topic. topic. Not a it's weed like a topic. Of a topic yet. Not even a topic, though, because I use the, I absolutely right. use the wrong word. We have a wee bit of a, not a contest, but um, kind of a questionnaire because we have some okay. rewards we want to hand out yeah. to. So that makes it a contest. It's <laughs> a it's a contest with a uh, with a grand prize. Yes, a, a grand the, prize. The promise of a grand prize. <laughs> Or maybe maybe more than one, maybe several. Who the hell knows? But the last I'm week, I'm putting the package together. I tell you, last week um, I sent out a picture of uh, some very artistically taken photos by you, Mike, of of your little <laughs> your little skeleton yeah. friend, yeah. your little skeleton I, prop uh, that likes to join you during our uh, podcast. It will uh, always be there. Recordings. And I'm staring at him right now. One of these days, I'm still waiting for the head to slowly turn. Oh, that'd be awesome. And look right at me. Um, or all of a sudden, a, a barrage of, uh, of orbs coming out of his oh, skull. Man. That would be awesome. Coming out from his rib cage, like in, Oof, in his faces and stuff. Man alive. Yeah, uh, that'd be awesome. That'd be kind of terrifying, but it'd be awesome. But uh, we're looking for a name for Mike's yes. uh, bony friend. Um, his pale bony friend. Uh, we put out that question to to listeners last week, and we got some nice replies. Mike, please share some of uh, our top replies, some of the top names we've got so far. We're gonna let this run for at least another week, maybe two, uh, depending on how many replies we get. Um, we'd love to yeah. hear from you. Just fire away any sort of name whatsoever. Again, go check well. out our, our uh, Twitter slash X page for those photos. Mike, fire away with some of those names. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know. And credit those who sent sent in the suggestions. Oh, too. absolutely. Um, you know, we have, you know, very close listeners that, that do interact with us, and they, they put out some good ones as well as many others. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Mike just yes. choked on his own drool now. I don't know what's happening to uh, him. Yeah, I, just, you know, <laughs> I need a napkin tissue. Anyway, we, yes, okay, Angela Don, great listener. Yes. She suggested George. George, simple to the point. Just um, very simple to the point. I like that, though. Very George. Good. Angela, um, if you're listening, why George? I'm just curious. Actually, everyone yeah. that, we, that we, every name we suggest or that we read out tonight, I'd like to hear some reasoning behind that, if there is any. Right. But there probably isn't, <laughs> which is fine. Okay, now, now Starlet, now she... She actually has put in two names. I, I don't know how we're going to work with that. Yes, another fantastic long-time yes. listener, Scarlett. Thank oh, you so much. Oh, absolutely. But two awesome, Scully yes, and Bones. Scully and Bones. I like both now, of them. Right. Now, depending on how we choose this, which will probably be, you know, uh, put all the names into a large barrel, <laughs> shake it up, and just... I'll I'll plunge my hand into it as deep as I can get. Don't hurt yourself. And, and pull out a name. So Mike anyway. actually Mike actually purchased a uh, ninety gallon barrel just for this reason. So it's uh, yeah, but it's full of peanut oil. So I ah. I, I uh, have to wait till it's yeah, it's used up. Okay. But anyway, that's that's fine. <laughs> Pandora, another long time listener. The, uh, no, yes. this is very interesting. She got. Very creative. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Pandora, you're awesome. Uh, Oswald P. Skellington 
Esquire. Esquire. That's the best. And that's I would awesome. expect nothing less from Pandora. I know. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Love you, Pandora. Thanks for listening. Say hi to your awesome husband. Um, yeah, you guys are, are great. Thanks for sticking around with us. We appreciate it. Yeah. Mike, you're, now you're chewing your finger. Are you really self-conscious about your drool? Or <laughs> no, I'm I'm fine. Well, you're the only one that can see me, and I don't give a shit about that. Hey, see, he swore. I, I said he it. Swore. I said it. Yay! Dingy ding, dingy ding, ding. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, you know this one. I I don't understand this one. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. You know, you know Joe. Who? You know Joe, a sometimes listener. I think. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. He's just chiming in because he he he's a, yeah. a attention hog, is what he is. Okay. Well, he suggested the ever popular moniker of Randy. Randy. Now, um, I need to ask him personally why yes. the hell he said Randy. Well, you know, I was wondering. Well, is, does it have something to do with "You Make Me Randy, Baby"? Ooh, yeah, I don't know. You know what? That sounds like something he would have. <clears throat> that some sort of thought that would have crossed his his sick mind. So, yeah, possibly. Uh, I'll double check with him. Anyway. <laughs> I, but, you know, keep firing away with, with some of these uh, suggestions, though. We love getting them. They're all great. They're all and they're all awesome. And, and we love hearing from you guys. So yeah, fire away. Yeah. Go Like I said, go to our X page and look at the photo. And what vibe does yes. Mike's and bony friend send out? Everyone will have the same chance of winning the grand oh what prize. is it i don't even know what it is do, do you know what it is mike is it still what? in the making i don't know what this grand prize is that you speak oh of. yeah it, well it'll be a you know like you know a box or or should no, it be I a don't, surprise don't okay it, but, don't don't okay. reveal it don't i won't reveal anything of what's going in it but it's gonna oh. be more than one thing it's gonna be a a montage, a collection, a uh-huh. a, uh, a a plethora of different items. I like how you try to use the word plethora almost every episode. Uh, I've got to. I've yeah. got to. It's pretty. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's a, it's a good word. It's it's definitely a good word. Yeah, it it means many. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have? Would you say I have a plethora of sweaters? No, but you have a plethora of piñatas. I know that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Classic yeah, line, so man. Classic line. Nothing haunted about the three amigos, unlike these movies we're talking oh. about tonight, Mike. Um, well, you know the uh, that the uh, the invisible. Uh, I don't know what was it that Martin Short uh, accidentally shot. The invisible Martin Short yeah, well, shot. It, it was it was along the lines of the the singing bush, but then oh oh there's, okay there's, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> I was totally <laughs> lost for a second. I was like, what in tarnation yeah, like, is Mike think, trying to get across? Yeah. I think it was Martin Short. He he shot his gun and and it all of a sudden you hear this uh, and this this uh <laughs> pattern all of a sudden appears in the sand and the Oh, that's right. Up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right on that one too. Man, that's been a while since I've seen the three amigos. What's wrong with uh, me? Great, great movie. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think I actually saw that in the theater back in the day when I was a wee little lad. So no one cares. And I mm. understand that. You're still a wee little lad. Hey, hush. Hush. I get it. I understand. Anyway, I'm looking over my notes here, and I, you know, yeah. this should be good. I've got some professional notes written down. Um, should we just dive into this stuff, Mike? What we're oh, looking at now, man. what we're looking at here tonight is going to be a laid-back loose off the cuff conversation hey go figure that's what we're all about oh yeah here. we never do that never 
But we're going to be talking about, as I mentioned before, some some uh, more than likely well-known films. Mike has a couple that I'm not sure I will be familiar with. Um, the ones that I that I chose are definitely well-known films uh, for the purpose of this conversation. I thought that was apropos. And we're going to talk about how the paranormal is portrayed in these films. And we're going to talk about kind of you know realism versus sensationalism. Know, logical portrayal versus just zany, crazy buffoonery. You know what I mean? Um, and our thoughts on the potential reality of such a thing uh, happening. We potential go, reality. Yeah, any we can go any number of ways with this. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a have a good time talking about some truly cool films. Some of them are maybe not so cool, but they're still well known, and I think they're important when it comes to um, portrayal of the paranormal. Mike, where the hell should we start? Should I just start uh, throwing out some movies? Do you want to throw out your movies first? How do you want to do this? How do you want to tackle this? Well, your doc has an answer. How does she want to do it? <laughs> Mishka always wants to chime in. She always wants to get her two cents in on the show. I think she's actually the one driving the train that we hear every damn episode now as well. We're on the same schedule as this train. As you, if you couldn't tell, I'm uh, Mike's beating and yelling his at his dog right now. So that's why I'm. <laughs> he shakes his head vehemently. He's like, "No, I am not beating my dog." Well, I'm I'm tired of carrying right. on. There you are. He's back. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Is everything the great okay? Great peer has spoken. Yes, exactly. Pyrenees. She's like, "Dad's doing the podcast. I need to let everyone know I'm here." And and she doesn't stop. Or listen and let until I say her, listen, bitch. <laughs> and then Mary turns around. What are you calling me? No, 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 no. no. Yeah. Mary does not turn around when I say that. <laughs> she didn't hear that. Okay, good. She didn't hear that. That's awesome. That's a couple oh, times in a row. She, there she giggled. A couple anyway. times in a row I've dropped some jokes about Mary that I don't know if she appreciated. I think she Oh, uh, she does. She, she does. She, 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 likes the, she likes the idea that. And there's at least something about her that's known worldwide. Oh, there you go. And we laugh in the background. You know what, man? You know what? We can literally say that our podcast has been listened to worldwide. You know, so yeah. You need to send me another list of who is a uh, where are these. No, sure, sure. Episodes go. I mean, every once in a while you'll do that, and it's like, well, that's kind of exciting, and <laughs> well, well, that's really weird. Yeah, a lot more. Why are we doing that? Well, in that little country. <laughs> You know, it's yeah. funny. It's kind of interesting. It's awesome. Yeah, it's like, what, what, what is it about this topic that perk the ears from the residents of you know, Ghana or whatever? It's whatever it may be. It's kind of crazy. We have reached the top ten in Patagonia. Yeah, no shit. You know, it's it's weird. <laughs> it is kind of interesting. Anyway, well, Mike, I'm looking at my list and I'm checking it twice in the spirit of the holidays. Um, yes. All right, I'm just going to start Say it. listing off some of these names, and I want to talk it. about some of <laughs> I should say it. <laughs> First and foremost, I'm going to choose randomly out of my list classic yeah, movie. In, in no certain order. No, no, oh. not at all. Not at all. I'm just going to go the way our vibe has taken us. Right. So the first one that As popped in my brain earlier today, and the first one that I may have mentioned to you, and the first one that I got a reply from you, and it was actually a reply that I was kind of surprised by. Okay. I don't remember, but that's not surprising. Well, Go we're ahead. talking about the 1990 blockbuster, a lot may call the cheesy portrayal of the paranormal that it is, starring Patrick Swayze and Whoopi Goldberg, uh, talking about the classic 
Ghost, love it or hate it. It was a massive hit. Um, I was, I think, 13 or 14. I think I saw this in the theater. I mean, anyone who was, anyone went and saw Ghost. And you look back at it nowadays and it's kind of like, yeah, <laughs> it's dated for sure. Absolutely dated. But some of the aspects about the portrayal of Sam Wheat, yes. you know, Patrick Wheat, uh, Patrick Wheat, <laughs> Patrick Sam Wheat character, you know, who gets murdered in the movie and he doesn't realize it initially. And then he comes to the terrifying realization that he is dead and he can no longer communicate with the living. But that improves as the movie goes along. That sounds like it. Well, that sounds very accurate, I think. Okay, I mean, see, see, the reason I brought this one in first, and the reason I said I was kind of shocked by your reply is because you, to me, how you wrote back or what you wrote back made me think that you didn't like the movie at all or that you didn't oh, like the portrayal of the paranormal really? from that movie. Yeah, maybe. Oh, I enjoyed that movie greatly. Well, let me see. Let me see. I'm going That's to go back. That's when Demi Moore was actually attractive. Hey, well, hey, now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing out to Demi Moore's publicist right now as we speak. Uh, well, she won't be on our show, I guess. Well, because you said this. You said, yep, Ghost actually came to mind pretty quick. We could kind of rip on that one a bit is what you said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, you, you think of the fun stuff that's in there, like the late, great Vincent Chiavelli. The oh, subway yeah. Subway ghost. Yeah, that's awesome. He's well, an only awesome. credited as a subway ghost. Awesome know? character actor. I mean, the guy was just, well, he's unforgettable, that's for sure. Unforgettable, yeah. So, well, let's talk about that, Mike. Let's talk about the idea of this character, this person, meeting a tragic end. He didn't want to die. Uh, um, he's in the prime of his life. He's about to get married, if I remember correctly, and he gets, and he gets mm. murdered. And he doesn't realize it. You immediately see the transition, and the viewer sees the transition of him in the physical to the spiritual world, but the character does not know that at all until he learns frightfully. So that he's like, Oh my God, I am dead and I can no longer interact with my loved ones. I cannot do anything. I cannot manipulate physical objects to let them know I'm there to me. That mm -hmm. sounds, that sounds like you said that has a, a wee bit of realism to it as far as being theoretically possible, maybe. Right. Right. I mean, how do you feel about that? Is that something that would possibly be a common occurrence for those in transition? From I, I believe existence? it is. I mean, we, you know, we've read many stories. I've read many stories that, um, that, 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 can, that happens, you know, that's, they, their death could be so quick and they, they just don't realize it. Now, do you think that there may be, okay. As the movie portrays it, there are also other ghosts who are still residing. It seems like they're residing on this plane. They are, I don't know, I don't know if I want to say trapped. They're trapped in this realm here on Earth, right? Like we mentioned, mm -hmm. the subway ghost. He's on the subway. Yeah. Um, Wishing he, he could smoke a cigarette. Exactly. When, you know, he's reading other people's newspapers as, they, as, mm -hmm. as they're sitting there, you know, he's leaning over their shoulder, reading what they're reading. Yeah. Um, and he obviously notices Patrick Swayze. He's like, you're not alive. You're dead like me. And he automatically, he'll get off my train, whatever he says. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but he slowly, they kind of, I don't want to say befriend each other, but he slowly teaches the character of Sam Wheat how to physically manipulate objects in right. like, like the earthly realm. Does that seem like a possibility to you, a possibility of being potentially mm. real? Like other spirits teaching other spirits 
in the next I, existence? You know, I don't know. I think once somebody is, has realized that they've passed on and they're in that spirit form, oh man, I, I think, I don't, I don't think it would happen that way. I don't think okay. there would be a teaching thing. I think. Why? I just think that as a spirit, as when they're haunting something or, or existing on that realm or plane or whatever, it's like, sometimes I feel like they're, they're on their own. They're in their own, their own world of existence. Uh, hmm. And they do what they know. They do what, what they have knowledge of. So you don't yeah. think that they would recognize other quote unquote ghosts? I think they would recognize, I mean, you know, but I'm they, sure they're, but if they recognize, you know, then they don't have interests or they don't want to interact with them or teach them. I just don't know if there's a need for it. See, I love, I love where we're going with this already because I think that we're kind of, we, okay, we're disagreeing here and I love that. Okay. Because to me, that seems very, to me, it seems like a very legit possibility. Okay. Um, the movie portrays it as, as if like the subway ghost doesn't want anything to do with another ghost. Cause as he's on his terrain. He's like, you know, <laughs> he's on his train, the terrain. Right. Um, and he's, like I said, he reacts very, very negatively to him until he finally realizes that Patrick Swayze's character isn't going anywhere. And I think he calls him, you stubborn asshole, you know, yeah. because he's like, teach me, show me how to do this. And then he does. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think he says something along the lines of, you know, you can't sit there and move it with your finger, you dummy. You're dead. You have to move things with your mind. Right. Which is another argument altogether. It's like, well, if you're in the other, if you're in the existence as a ghost, the ghost existence, do you have a quote unquote mind? Is your entire you, you, you existence. Don't, you don't need the mind. You have, you have the thought process mm. of having a mind and it's, yeah, it, it's just there. I mean, <laughs> And so mind is in spirit form as well. So do you buy into the idea of a ghost recognizing another ghost, even though they both appear as their living embodiments did, you know, they're in the mm. next existence. They look just like they did in life. Right. I understand that's how the movie portrayed it. And that's probably, that's the only way they could have portrayed it. And you know, otherwise they just have an empty screen and, you know, and dialogue <laughs> on the bottom of the screen. <laughs> that's all you'd be reading what's going on. Um, do you think that they would recognize each other in their human forms, but yet they're in the, the next realm of existence? See, we're already getting kind of deep here. I like these cam this conversation. Okay, so if, if there is a multitude of spirits, say, on that, that realm together in, say, haunting a house, maybe, uh, oh, of course, of course, that happens. Of course, they know of each other. Mm -hmm. How many stories have we heard or seen on TV, whatever investigations, where there's, say, five ghosts in a house? Mm -hmm. you know, one of them is bad. One of them's evil. And one of the other ghosts, you get an, an EVP of, he's coming. You get that. It's like that ghost is giving the message that a warning. That almost. other, yeah, that other spirit this one that's causing problems or whatever he's coming so yep. you know you should leave or or 
or that spirit doesn't want to be there. Be leery. So, yeah. So, so that's an example of that they they recognize each other. Recognize right. Okay. And also in the movie. Uh, the Others, which is another great movie. Oh, I have that written down. I wanted to talk about that one. You know, yes, they sure know. Uh, oh, they're the fam. They're a family that's you know. Yep. So mother and kids. So you don't necessarily buy into the idea of another spirit teaching a spirit how to. All right, it can happen. No, 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 no. no. I think it's great that you do. <laughs> I, I want you no. to disagree. You're probably right. I'm probably wrong. No. But I'm saying what I was going to say was. If another spirit doesn't have the ability to instruct, to teach another spirit how to learn to physically break through that veil in order to physically contact, physically interact with the living still, Mm. that's, um, to you, that doesn't necessarily seem feasible the learning process to you seems to be something self-induced something that the spirit teaches themselves maybe through their own experiences in that other existence am i kind of on the right track yeah that sounds pretty good i you don't have to say it sounds good if it doesn't sound good well it does it's like uh you know uh, maybe they learn by trial and error like we do, sure. like they did in, in their life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you, you, uh, all of a sudden you're in a different existence that, you know, nothing, nothing is the same as when you're alive and you have to, you have to adjust. You have to, if you have, you know, you have that knowledge of, of wh- where you're at and, you're a spirit. If you have that knowledge, you have to adapt. You have to figure it out. I mean, like we do in life. I don't know. Now, another example of of paranormal interaction with the living in that movie, I'm really interested in your thoughts on this. Uh, Sam Wheat's ghost inhabits Whoopi Goldberg's body Yeah. in order to finally physically like dance with with Molly, you know, right. um, what, but, do you, uh, what do you think of that possibility, Mike, of a ghost? Well, I think I might have mentioned this an episode or two ago. It was like, what do you think about the idea? My example was, what do you think about the possibility of the spirit of your mother inhabiting Mary in order to physically interact with you somehow? You know, so it's, it's along those same lines, obviously. Possible to you? Uh, does it seem unnecessary? Does it seem illogical? Uh, your thoughts on that, Mike? Well, I th- I think it's very possible. I, it uh, um, it wouldn't be in a possession. Possession no, is it, too strong of a term. Exactly. Uh, you, you know, possession. You automatically think demonic, <laughs> devils. And, you know, yeah, yeah. but uh, inhuman. But um, uh, well, think of it as maybe channeling uh, like a like a medium channeling there you go yeah yeah where it's possible where that the uh spirit can use the body mm-hmm. that medium to you know but channeling would be a, a, a an example of that i believe do you buy into the uh pretty negative portrayal of the psychic medium that is Whoopi goldberg's character <laughs> um well pretty much a fraud you know but then all of a sudden 
what the hell? Yeah. I'm actually being talked by talked to by a real ghost. I'm sitting here trying to rip people yeah. off. You know? Yeah. Um, I yeah. guess that's no, totally I, possible. Totally possible. It absolutely it is. I you know, and it was great for the for the movie. I mean, it it really added <laughs> a lot. Well, just because we have a ton of movies, to, to, well, not a ton, but a few more that we definitely want to talk about. Let's move on from Ghost, but I'm glad that we uh, got a few of those talking points out of the way. Yes, Mike. One quick thing about Ghost, uh, the ending where um, uh, he was able to actually appear to Demi Moore. Yes. Or Demi, Demi, or however she pronounces it, whatever now. But anyway, uh, uh, you know, the light and the, the sparkling and... And there he is in this this energy, this this beautiful white light, and he's, you know, beautiful Patrick Swayze, you know, on well, the yes. other side, Amen. appearing to to um, uh, to, you know, Demi Moore, and I think that could be very accurate. Okay, you know, sure. and then and then it's like, you know, and then he's he's the light is there, and he goes to the light, and he's able to go because he moves on, yeah. You know, and it, it, like the 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 ones that don't go to heaven, you know, those dark black shadows that come up and oh yeah, <laughs> you know, you know that could be a whole other subject right there. But those uh, were pretty. You know, if there is one thing about that movie that if if you're not a fan, I thought that those things were pretty creepy how they were portrayed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the sound of the them. sounds. That's what I was just gonna <laughs> yeah. say. It was like ooh, and they pull down uh, the bad guys immediately when they die. You know, they just get drugged down to the depths of wherever they're going. So, yeah, um, kind of like that sound I made. Like, what was the last episode that creeped you out? What was that? Uh, you always make weird sounds. It seems, and yeah, I, I can't. But it was. I can't put this. Oh, ET when he was running oh, away. Oh, good lord! <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, I don't, I, no that don't do that again. That, don't. That, do that, that wasn't it. No. Yeah, but it was close enough. It was close enough. So, but anyway. So anyway, next movie you know, the, that you a lot, have. Uh, a lot of people don't know the original music that was playing when those evil spirits were pulling down the bad guys was, was this. Uh, actually, timing is everything. The, the, the music was actually this. Then I lost my sound bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it was, uh, was going to be brilliant, everybody. It was going to be funny. But, okay. uh, well, we all accept that, Patrick. So no, it's carry okay. on. It's okay. I'm, I, maybe I'll edit that out. <laughs> nah, I won't. I, <laughs> no, that's, you it's won't. funny. No, no li- need. No need. Literally, my stupid um, reson- resonance, it's called, my soundbar, it just left. So um, I like how that thing sounds. Go, f- go figure. It's called a soundbar. But man, it causes me a lot of problems. I might have to get rid of that stuff. But um, mm. anyways, moving on, everybody. Trust me, it was hilarious. Yes. It was it was the funniest joke ever. Yeah. <laughs> like all your other ones. Like all my other ones, exactly. That, that goes down. <laughs> well, I'm going to write that one down. Yep, I'm marking that down for three check yep. marks. I'm up to four for bad yep. jokes. And, and that one was a joke that did not even That didn't even exist. Start. No. That's how bad it was, boys and girls. That is how bad it was. Gosh, I got a lot of good stuff here. Well, you mentioned it, Mike. Let's talk about the others. Um, yeah, yeah, awesome, awesome movie. Oh, I love that. That talk about a great twist. One of those movies oh. that has just a mind-bending twist, and it's like, oh, I get it. That's just awesome. That's creepy. The whole time they've been this. The whole time. By the way, we should say spoiler alert. Even though these movies yeah. have been out forever, yeah. um, if you don't want to know the ending, tune out now, everybody. But uh, yeah, I think you guys know the ending of Ghost and all that good stuff but the others i saw that quite a few years ago mike a long ass time ago and it was pretty creepy 
Really, really creepy. The idea it though, was long. Long story short, too late. I get it. My brief notes I wrote down for for that were simply trapped and didn't know they were the ghosts. Basically, right, right. And it was like well, a shock to them, absolute shock that they were yeah, the ones when, when, who were in the house at all time. Go ahead, Mike. Mike, you're like freaking no, out. What happened? No, no. I was just saying, you know how they it. it in the existence that, that that they were in, uh, you know, thinking that they were alive, living in their house, she was waiting for her husband to come home from war, which is another part that is so awesome when she sees him walking out in the out in the woods or whatever. Can't remember, but um, anyway, how she thought that the people that came that were live human beings, she was thinking, "Oh my God, the house is haunted." You know, uh, uh, just just had such a great twist to it. Well, the twist, yeah, the twist is the, the part I want one of the folks to focus on when it comes to again potential realism versus sensationalism. To me, I think that is a very sad. It's possible to be a very sad reality where mm. those who have passed on, particularly those who are very attached to their to their to their house, to their abode, you know, obviously, hopefully most people are attached to their families, you know, and they don't want to ever move on or leave them or vice versa. And a lot of times the same thing can be said about where they live, especially if they've been there their whole life, their family has lived there, the house has been handed down to them, whatever, any number of reasons. But to not know and to feel like you are being invaded, to feel that you as a living soul, a living person right now, your house is being infested by whomever and whatever, and yet you are the one who sadly finds out you're dead. Yeah. You're trapped. You can't do anything about it. This is your house. You thought it was your house. Now you have to sit there and watch strangers, strangers, and more and more strangers coming in and living in your house. Yeah, and 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 she was reacting to and and was seeing the seance that was going on, and wasn't yeah. the medium channeling during that? I believe. You know, it's it's. I don't know. As listeners know, we don't do the greatest job at research. <laughs> <laughs> Refreshing my memory it, when it comes to the uh, others. Yeah. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen it. I'm just I'm pulling it out of my butt, not literally, but. Um, <laughs> Stinky, it's, stinky, poo-poo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Thank you very much. Uh, I enjoy that childish humor. It's great. But and the thing about when she saw her husband and he was like walking like away, from, he was not in the house, but he was like walking in the woods or something like that. I can't remember. But so he had died in the war, but she was waiting for him to come back and didn't know he had died. So his spirit came back to the house, but haunting you know, that, that place by walking in that, the woods or whatever it was he was at, you know, so it's like, that's another interaction with an, another ghost between the two of them, if you want to look at it that way. Well, wasn't it revealed as well, Mike, that Nicole Kidman's character actually murdered her children and she didn't that, realize did that she? she didn't realize that until it was revealed to her. Yes, in the I think, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and like the kid, I mean, I think she smothered them 
with you know, yeah. with a pedal. yeah that's just an unimportant detail that i for, didn't i didn't well remember. i think that's well <laughs> it's a very big detail <laughs> I'm, i was sarcasm that did not work yeah because okay. she was in in her physical life she basically was losing her mind and yeah. wouldn't let them you know the, the the curtains had to be closed all the time and yeah her she kids, actually i think like her, her kids were like allergic to the sun or something yes, like that. Yes, she said, well, the kids are allergic to the sun, so these have to be kept closed. Yeah. They have to be kept closed. And then she'd come into the room and they'd be open. And it's like, oh, you know, it's like, did the ghosts do that? Did yeah, they yeah, open yeah. Because they're supposed to be closed all the time. Yes, you know, it's yes, just yes. So much you can think into the the movie, too. Yes. But it's the other way around. Well but like I said, again, it's the other way around. So, Mike, is that something that seems like a potential reality to you? As sad yeah, as it possibly I, is. Absolutely. Well, yeah. that's why you get EVPs about, you know, you know, this is my house or, you know. The classic you know, get out. Yeah, get out. You know, you know, as far as that means, it, it could mean that uh, they think that you're invading their home and they're telling you to get the hell out. You know, I always wonder why that is such a common phrase, but if you sit there and you think about it, and if you're like kind of, if you're ornery and you're angry and you want to get that energy about, or you want to use what energy you can to try yeah. and get the physical, the living to notice you, you're going to say, you know, firmly and roughly, get out. You're not going to say, you know, um, pardon me, sir. <laughs> Do you mind perhaps vacating the premises? Um, is it possible that I can have this house to myself? Exactly. If only for a brief moment. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I get it. It's 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 a cliched term. Get out. But if you are among those who believe in it, takes energy to interact, the energy to get your your message across. It's going to be in brief, short spurts. That's just how it is. You know. Right. And how much energy do you think the spirit or ghost or whatever it was that said, "Get out"? Is there a punchline there? Like, no, it's oh. it's real. It was in the movie, uh, the, what the Amityville Horror was it? said to the priest, wasn't it? Get out! See, I need to go watch that oh, dang movie Lord. again. Lord, yeah. Hey, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. Okay, so long, everybody. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning into the paranormal. I thought thing. Patrick knew things. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah. I thought, I thought Patrick knew things. That's the, oh, that's the new motto for the show right there. Gosh. Mike quits because he's so disappointed in his co-host. His lack of knowledge of the Amityville horror. And I'm assuming you're talking about the, the original. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, anything after that was just, you know, digging for more money. You know, again, have, we're just talking about movies real quick. And side track that'll take about two seconds. I found a movie on Tubi, the free movie channel. Yeah, I had to put up with some I'd call that Tubby, actually. Tubby, yeah, Tubby sounds better. <laughs> um, a movie I had not seen forever, and I'm glad I watched it because, man, it is actually a good movie. I think it was 1974. Okay. It was. It's called Black Christmas. And I rem really? I remember it as Stranger in the House. It's, uh, oh. It starred... I'm... And I feel so bad for not being able to pull her name right now. She played Lois Lane. She unfortunately passed away. Why am I? Um, Margot Kidder. Margot Kidder just popped in my brain. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. She was one of the main characters in this movie. It, it's basically a sorority house that a psycho killer 
breaks into and he hides out up in their attic and yeah. s- starts making obscene phone calls to well, the the residents and then they, at the end yeah. of the movie the police realize that the phone calls are coming from within the house and it's it's if you let yourself get into it it's creepy well it, it, the when when he calls doesn't he say something like uh i don't care it's a it's a specific thing like well, he are says the kids in bed yet or something like that. Or, oh, he says are the kids, you know, something. He says a ton of stuff, and most of it is obscene. I, I do, okay, I do. Then I'm thinking of something that. different. But, but anyways, you know, it, it's a yeah. creepy movie. Creepy yeah. movie. Um, very, very. Yeah. We've gone past our two seconds on that, but yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. But there was a reason I brought that up, and I'm I'm totally forgetting because I think yeah. there's an actor in there that might be in one of these movies that we are going to uh, yammer about. I should say. Um, before I choose one of mine. Mike, or before we choose another one, I meant, <laughs> my gosh, I want to hear one from your list. You do. I do. Can you, oh. can you pull one out of there? Are you ready to yammer about that a bit or, or do you need to, well, <laughs> do you need a, a bathroom break or something? Bathroom? No. Do you? No, I'm good. I'm fine. No, I'm just drinking strawberry lemonade. I'm, I'm good to go. That sounds good with me, man. No um, problemo. Well, you know, I, there's, I didn't mean to catch you off guard. I thought you had no, you movies. Didn't, okay. You didn't. I, you know, I've got two that I just, uh, there are movies that, uh, um, well, one was in 1980, the other one in 1981, but these two really affected me in a creepy way. You know, I, I'll, I'll mention both of them, but you decide which one you want to hear about. Okay. Well, fire them away. Fire them away. The, the Changeling, yes. which I mentioned to you. Yep. And the other one is Ghost Story. Oh, man. I want to hear about both of them. Just do both. Uh, well, okay. I'll, I'll tell you. Ghost Story. It, it's 1981. Awesome. Awesome movie. Starring Fred Astaire. A great friend of Linda, who we've talked about and who I took care of for a while. Uh, as she, Mike, she promised that she was going to come back and... Yes. Either give you an idea for a topic or let you know somehow right. that she's still there. Uh, for those who are new to the show, Mike used to work. Well, you you describe briefly who Linda well, was. I, I was a CNA with hospice for, well, 10 years before they let me go. For, yes. Well, for health reasons. But anyway, um, yeah, I didn't do anything bad or wrong. No, <laughs> but no, anyway. Your uh, body literally stopped working. Yeah. I, I took care of her for quite a while and... She had had a life in Los Angeles in the early 70s, late 60s. And uh, um, she had been in a job where she was close with many famous people. She was a very good friend of Elvis Presley. Um, she loved him very much. Um, she can be fr- seen in the front row of that Elvis Presley comeback absolutely. special. Yep, yep. She's on there. Um, she was, and, quite, uh, she was quite, a, quite a pretty gal. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Wonderful lady. Um, but, uh, um, okay. So anyway, moving on with the movie. Well, sure. Sure. Well, that's the reason Mike brought her up because like you said, Fred yes. Astaire was one of the many people she yeah. was very familiar with. Well, so actually, uh, uh, Fred Astaire married her best friend and she was actually Damn. part Damn. of the wedding party. That's and right. Oh, could I... you imagine being at a wedding dance and, a woman and dancing with Fred Astaire. Yeah. Oh man. You know, 
So pretty. So awesome. she was you and her. Uh, just to wrap that up, you and her had several awesome long conversations. You got to know oh. her really well. She was a big believer yep. in the paranormal. You and her used to watch like ancient aliens together. We did. And in fact, uh, like the day before she passed away, and and I I was there with her, and she was in a hospital, and uh, it was just her and I. We had ancient aliens on, and she was very close to not you know, being alive. I mean, yeah. she would just be able to whisper a few words. And, and when I left that, that day, um, you know, I, I got really close to her and I said, okay, I gotta go Linda. And she said, okay, really softly I had to have my ear right up there. And, and then, uh, I told her, I love you. And then just a little smile and I love you too. And never opened her eyes at all. And that was the last time uh. that I saw her, but but anyway, moving on, Fred Astaire, uh, John Houseman, he was in it, Great, the great Melvin Douglas, Douglas Fairbanks Jr., all old famous actors. Okay, so they were, it starts out when they were in, in college, they were just young, these four guys, and they were, you know, always did everything together and... Um, you know, a lot of details like that, but they met this woman and every one of them was so intoxicated by her and just like falling in love with her. And, and she was just kind of, you know, just playing that part along with them and just, you know, and one time, one, one time they were in this beautiful old mansion and, and they're dancing and just the, the five of them and they were having fun and uh, it, the guys got a little more drunk and they were drinking and um, things got kind of out of hand where she was, she got upset about something. I, it, I can't remember, but anyway, she ended up getting pushed and her head hit against the fireplace and, uh, Oh my God, she's dead. You know, and they didn't know what to do. And Good grief. so uh, long story short, uh, one of your favorite lines there <laughs> too late yeah too late yeah but anyway they put her in the back of a car it was like a model a or some model t or something and i believe it was but anyway they shoved it and drove it into a lake to hide the body and just you know so as they were watching this car sinking into the lake and the the, the front end was down deeper and the back end was up you know and and uh they're standing there watching it slowly sink. All of a sudden, this woman jumps up and she's in the back window. And she's like, like, oh my God, you know, she's screaming and oh my gosh, terrifying. So the guys are freaking out and ends up she drowns, you know, she's in this lake in this car. And the the four they grow up together. They they do still do everything together. They have, you know, they meet at the same place and they um they don't really talk about, you know, what happened or anything. But, oh, sure. Sure. But anyway, inadvertently, she, she, she comes back and she's like, gets every one of them like a revenge. And it, uh, it's, it's quite a movie. I, I so, highly recommend oh, it. Oh, so she like comes back in the, in the spiritual sense, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And kind of and goes after each each one oh, yeah. individually. She, she takes care of each one of them in her own way. Yeah. Damn, I have never seen that one. It's called. It's simply called a ghost story. Ghost story. 
1981, Fred Astaire. Right. Alice Krieg played uh, played the woman, uh, awesome actor. So that's, um, you know, that, that ties in really well, Mike, with a movie. Let's combine both of these. That okay. ties in really well with one of the movies I wrote down, um, What Lies Beneath, uh, with yeah, Harrison Ford, Michelle... Michelle Pfeiffer, because it ties in because they're both kind of a revenge haunting right. film. So let's focus on that a little bit here in terms of believability, Mike, and relate it to your personal beliefs, your personal thoughts, your personal theories. Is that something that, uh, I guess, a wayward spirit, is that something they would potentially do? Would they come back for revenge on those who have done wrong to them, whether whether it be by accident, by choice, whether it be throwing them in a car and drowning them in a lake to hide the evidence? Does that I, seem feasible to you? I think it's very feasible. Uh, you know, if if uh, a, a ghost is uh, basically the same as they were in life, and and the anger is there and that energy that was caused by this tragic tragic thing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know that's i think that's what that spirit is going to focus on that's when the at the point of death that trauma and the tragedy and the fear that she had and was and was putting out and that's energy that's gonna it's gonna stick around and when she had the chance or whatever enough energy built up from all of that or Does, discovered that, or she, then she came and came back. Did that movie um, portray, was the ending portrayed as like a resolution of some sort for that spirit? Was the spirit able to move on after committing these acts of revenge, so to speak, or I mean, I don't mean to put you on the spot because I'm sure it's been I, a long time since you've seen it. Yeah, you know, I can't recall the, the ending. Sure. And the, reason, it's, the yeah. reason I asked that is because, like, again, in What Lies Beneath, I guess, spoiler alert everybody, Harrison Ford and Michelle Pfeiffer are a married couple, and Michelle Pfeiffer slowly kind of thinks she's losing her mind because she starts believing the house that the, she shares with her husband is haunted, and she starts, in, in various ways, receiving messages, you know, that... From who she doesn't, she does not know. I mean, whether it be through uh, dreams, through creepy messages written on the the foggy window in the bathroom, you know, um, she starts to put two and two together. Long story short, again, spoiler alert: her husband Harrison Ford had had an affair with a younger student of his. He was a professor, I believe. I could be getting these wrong because it's been a long time since I've seen this one as well. But he ends up killing this woman he had an affair with much younger than he and she the spirit of the murdered woman comes back to haunt him through his wife essentially you know letting his wife know that this is what her husband did you know and it's all about getting back that revenge and stuff it's kind of similar slightly similar in, in the basic sense i guess but um didn't he bury her somewhere that was or what how was i I'm, i might be thinking of, of a different movie again but, uh, it was in the bottom yeah. of the lake um the way oh, okay. I, uh, okay the way i remember that was 
I mean, the ending, it was a good movie. The ending seemed a little much for me. <laughs> kind of a, a little uh, outrageous. Um, but Harrison ends up being drowned because the spirit essentially drowns him at the end of the movie. I mean, they're, they are in a car wreck. I believe they're on like a bridge and the bridge, you know, the car goes off the bridge in some way or another. And for those who love the movie, I apologize for butchering the, yeah. the details of it. But the couple go into the lake. They both try to reach the surface, and Harrison is held under by the dead woman. Okay, mm. essentially the spirit, the the zombie, almost whatever the hell you want to call it <laughs> at that point. Um, mm. But it's a good movie overall. It's a good movie. The ending's a little much for me. But again, the idea of coming back for revenge. You know, the spirits yeah. coming back. For revenge upon those who have done them wrong. You buy into that. I think I do too. I can see it. Um, sure. You're scorned. You're hurt. Talk about not being able to move on, Mike. If you have that much anger towards another who took your life, that has to be a hard transition, wouldn't you think? Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Especially traumatic. if you feel you, it's so traumatic, especially if you feel you have so much undone, you have left so much undone on this mm -hmm. earth, you know, and it was taken from you. And so you right. want to take something back from those who, who did you wrong. So I, I, sure. I guess that's, I guess that's something, again, we talked about energy earlier. Imagine what energy it takes, Mike, to physically harm those who did you harm in your previous existence. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know what you guys think. What do you listeners think? Do you buy into that notion, that possibility? Um, I think, I mean, we're open-minded to it. Absolutely. So you recommend a ghost story, though? Absolutely recommend it. Very good movie. Okay. Okay. Is anyone still alive who starred in it? Well, you said it was 81. I'm sure there's still plenty of people who are alive. Well, Alice Krieg, I'm sure, is still alive. But Ooh. the other guys, Alice Krieg, she played the woman that drowned in the lake in the car. Now, for those who do not know... The late great Fred Astaire is late and was great. So and John Houseman, he is deceased. Douglas Fairbanks Jr. Yeah, deceased. <laughs> now talk to me, Mike, about the Changeling because that's the one that you mentioned or you texted that to me. That is an awesome movie as well. Okay, I, you know, I don't know how well it did at the box office or not, but. So what, 1980 film. What type of haunting is portrayed in this movie? I'm really curious. Okay, so George T. Scott, awesome actor, and Melvin Douglas is in this movie as well. Uh, had a very key part. Um, uh, his wife and daughter were killed in a car crash. So I'm seeing a theme here. <laughs> cars. Yeah, yeah, really, cars. <laughs> cars and ghosts. Yes. Ghosts and cars. And lakes. Yes. And lakes and water and drowning and dead and revenge and coming back and doing crap stuff all over the place. <laughs> anyway, his wife and daughter have died in a car crash. Mike's face did not go into a there. lake. It was funny. I'm sorry, your face yeah. was turning oh, red. <laughs> oh, I believe it. I was losing my breath quickly. But anyway, uh, so in his uh, sorrow and depression and whatever he was going through after losing his family, he moved out kind of to the country, out of the way, into a big old house that was secluded. And uh, from that, in that house, he started getting uh, uh, 
the impression that there was a ghost in the house, a ghost of a little boy. Okay. And um, um, now I don't remember a lot of details, but I do remember, and this will stick in my head because it freaks me out whenever I see one of these, but there was an old antique wheelchair that all of a sudden it started chasing George C. Scott. Oh, man. No. And since then, those wheelchairs just they don't sit with me well and that oh. that was a creepy ass thing i mean to see what would what um, would happen if you came across the doll of a of a clown sitting on an antique wheelchair no no those are the some things that mike is not too fond of no let's put them all together and wrap them up and give if, them to him as a birthday gift if it was bozo with a broken leg fine okay and he was in a wheelchair but you know well, fine. <laughs> Break but, a leg, yeah, bozo, I guess. Yeah, yeah, not not good. But um, anyway, <laughs> the story of it is actually, um, and this is actually based on loosely, probably based on a a story. This Russell Hunter, a true story. Yeah, it, it, based on poltergeist activity and ghost activity that he had seen. This Russell Hunter. Oh, that was in the late sixties that this happened. But I don't know how close it was to, uh, you know, actual, you know, the movie. Okay. Probably took a lot of liberties with the story. But, okay, it started out where the, this, uh, the child, the ghost of the child that lived in this house was crippled. Okay. And where the wheelchair comes from. Um, not healthy, you know, but it was a very affluent family. Very, you know, they're rich prominent well to do well known in their town so the father you know had as a young child had murdered this his son in a bathtub drowned in the bathtub good gravy okay so uh his crippled son his crippled son uh, instead of walking up at the attic, which some you know families did back then, you know, hide the yeah. hide the the you know the the embarrassment, the embarrassment, yeah. So where the changeling comes in is when the young boy, when it when he murdered his son, brought in another child to take its place. Oh, a a healthy boy, a healthy child. So that child grows up to be i think a prominent person like a senator or something like that and uh um that was a boy that was changed you know that was that took the place of the murdered child so anyway um george e. scott he through some recording that he was doing <laughs> the dogs are getting wily i hear them like they must be playing yeah. with a bone on the floor or something too keep hearing that oh that well mary's eating popcorn that might be it no i'm just <laughs> just kidding so where was i now okay so melvin douglas played the the senator the grown-up child of the he was the changeling and uh so anyway um through this recording i can't remember if he was doing it to record something that he had been hearing um but he got it to where 
he could actually hear it on the tape. He had to manip- manipulate it to clear it up and you know bring this EVP out. So it was a little boy's voice, very soft. And all you heard was like, I can't remember what the words were, but and you could hear the sound of, I believe you could hear the sound of like the bathtub water and everything like that. Like he was drowning. Oh my God. That was, that's what freaked me out about this is the sound of this little boy talking. And I can't, I wish I could remember what he was saying, but it, it was just creepy. But that's what and sticks at, with you. Yeah. Right. And that's when. George C. Scott, he heard this and he he was just so overtaken by this and overwhelmed and just emotional. And he was like feeling like, oh, you know, just and he went to the phone and he was going to call for this guy to come and help him. That And then he fainted. You no, know, that that's when George C. Scott fainted. <laughs> Method acting. Yes. Yes. Very, very good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. Turns out that it comes out, you know, that the, the, the senator, he didn't want this story to come out because he he knew what happened, I guess. And uh, it, it, but it goes from there. But very creepy movie. I, I, I definitely so, recommend it as well. If you were to label that type of haunting, I mean, just, you know, considering the topic tonight and how we're kind of, you know, discussing the different I don't want to say methods, <laughs> the different forms of hauntings here. How would you describe, how would you label that particular that particular haunting? Is that something, is it, obviously it's tragic in, in you know, in, in the real sense, the true sense. Mm-hmm. So perhaps there's a possibility that the spirit of the young boy is trapped there, but then the changeling comes into play. How does that change it up for you to make it a little bit different, a little, you know, set it apart from just like the, I don't want to say basic, you know, the, or the cliched trapped haunting. What's going on there? How, what type of haunting would you describe that as? Well, I think Mike? it's a, you know, a, a murdered child that is looking for help for, for release. He's like, he's stuck there. Right. You know, and uh, uh, trying to reach out, possibly. But, you know, George Scott, he, I don't know how he found out what area, whatever. He started digging, and it was by the house, I believe. And he kept digging and digging, and, and I, I believe that he eventually had found the bones of this child. Oh, God. And, uh, and I, I can't remember the ending of that either. It's been so long since I've seen it. <laughs> but it's a movie See, that obviously sticks with you, though, throughout. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, but, you know, I should have researched that better. I think your dog is trying to dig through your floor right now. Um, yeah, that's the German Shepherd. She's a little... Someday little we're going to have a anxious. soundproof podcast zone for Mike <laughs> yeah. Carbno. Someday. Someday. We will have a soundproof room. Um, yeah. I need to see that movie though. I need to see both of those movies. Um, yeah, yeah, I I think you'd enjoy him. I'm pretty sure I would. That just sounds like a sad, creepy um, idea in itself. Let alone being a creepy, sad movie. But yeah, I'm looking at yeah. my professional list, Mike. Now there are silly examples of hauntings. Oh sure. When it comes to movie portrayals, 
<laughs> um, you know, Ghostbusters. The, I was just going to say the classic, the obvious one, Ghostbusters. Um, I mean, you can't get any better when it comes to a, a, the most successful successful comedy of all time. It just always will be Ghost Ghostbusters. It was such a smash. Say what you will about about you know Slimer, <laughs> you know, and the 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 statues that are encasing the uh, soon to be living. I don't know what the hell you want to call them. Gargoyle bears. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gozer. Go, Was uh, it Gozer? <laughs> absolutely, man. I mean, it's such, it's such a classic. A gatekeeper. Movie. But another uh, classic comedy is uh when in the terms of hauntings is Beetlejuice. I mean, that's oh, absolutely a classic. And talk about another one where the people simply do not know that they are dead, and they slowly realize that it's like, why are these people in our house? This mm-hmm. is terrifying, and they have to try and haunt them to leave. I mean, it, it's portrayed in a comedic sense, of course it is. But my gosh, Mike, I cannot imagine. I hope to God, I don't wish this upon anybody to have that experience where you tragically meet your end and you do not know it and you slowly realize it in like almost the worst of circumstances. Like you're, you're, you think you're alone in your comfortable abode and all of a sudden, why is Catherine O'Hara and her (laughs) God awful artwork living in my house? You know? Um, yeah, I can't remember the name of the husband of the husband, but, uh, he is, he shall go unnamed because he's had a rather uh, <laughs> um, he, 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 evil he played, life afterwards. Anyways, yeah, he, uh, he played the uh, principal on. Um, hey, yeah, Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller, yeah, yeah absolutely. But he shall go unnamed. Um, I, it's very similar to other films we've already mentioned. Mike again portrayed in that comedic sense, but I like sandworms. The, I liked it. I like the thought, though, of it's a learning process. We've talked about this several times, several other podcast episodes, Mike, where it's not only is the transition a entirely uh, unique individual experience, but learning after your transition, <laughs> learning how to cope, how to deal how to function if you are here, if you are still on this realm, is something that's it's really hard to wrap your 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 noggin around. In my case, your giant five head around, you know, it's 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 tough. What do you think, Mike, of those of that particular film portrayal of Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis, their characters? They're like, man, we gotta learn to scare the shit out of this uh, out of these people or we're screwed we're doomed i mean do you buy into that notion again mike at, at the risk of repeating ourselves your thoughts on the beetlejuice portrayal of the paranormal well it's all in fun i mean well of know, course yeah, of course <laughs> obviously and and it i think it just makes a great balance you know to have all of that along with the other uh but it goes along with you know the you know it's the same notion it's the same notion same notion but but it yeah but it's just put in a comedic way and it it just takes away that that foreboding feeling of now it's i i know your thoughts you've already displayed them clearly 
how you think it's absolutely ludicrous that another spirit could teach another spirit in the <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But again, it's kind of the same idea. They have to go, they seek help from Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Yeah. And, and then, uh, oh, and not to mention drawing the door on the wall in the attic. Right. <laughs> and that, that realm. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't that be nice to have that official handbook? To have that, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, how, how to instruction manual uh and then it's like uh, how do i look there's no mirrors on this side i'm feeling a little flat (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah. anyway i mean the the crushed man with tire treadmark (laughs) this you know again the the idea though of portraying ghosts trapped still in this on this physical realm while they don't necessarily inhabit the physical realm, you know, they're they're kind of going in and out, I guess. I'm not really sure how to describe that. Well, they're living their life in that, you know, as much as they can when they were alive. I mean, yeah. you know, up in the attic, he's still he's still working on his, uh, you know, building the town. Exactly. Model yes. uh, of the town and everything and and. It's just fun how they try so, to figure out what to do. And, I mean, so was so was that another like dimension for them? I mean, they weren't. This is always kind of kind of flummoxed me. Was he literally as a ghost moving or working on his like you said that little model town, or was it a model town in the dimension that they're they're in? You know, it's not the actual model that was left there when they passed away. And I think I'm ans- I'm going to answer my own question because doesn't Winona Ryder see the? I mean, they all see oh, yeah. the the model yeah. up there, anyways. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, didn't they they break it down and bring brought it down into the living room to uh, to uh, pitch uh, yes. an idea to uh, Robert Goulet of all people? <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'm Robert Goulet. Yeah, yeah. So I think I'm I'm answering my own question there. So again, that portrayal for the sake of this discussion, Mike, is saying that the, the dead, the ghosts, can still manipulate the physical that is in this this realm right now. In our existence. Okay. Yeah. All righty. Absolutely. I, I, mean, I buy that. I buy that. What, how did Zach Bagans almost get hit by a flying brick? There you go. Exactly. Right. <laughs> you know? No, uh, yeah, I'm not saying that I, I don't buy into that. I'm just... It's, right, it's, exactly. Uh, it's, you know, the, the different methods of portraying the paranormal in these in these mainstream films here one movie that i wrote down mike that maybe will shock you a little bit but not okay not really when you hear it it won't be less not shocking because it makes sense but you don't think of it as a ghost story really well at least i didn't is the classic field of dreams I mean, of course, when you, when you look back now, it's like, well, yeah, it's it's essentially a ghost story, kind of. Uh, one of my favorites. I mean, would you label that as a ghost story? Um, I think it's a ghost story within a bigger story. Are those ghosts in that movie? Is it literally the old baseball classics? Are they literally? I mean, was it Shoeless Joe Jackson who was yeah. coming back to play? Played by Ray Liotta, baby. Uh, yes, Aww, yes. R.I.P. One to and Ray. only. R.I.P. to Ray. I love that idea, though, of like, what's the classic line? If you build it, they shall come. You know, right. 
I love the idea of almost like a paranormal playground, you know, of oh, where yeah. where these people well, their their lives, their passion. And I'm gonna sound like an old fuddy duddy, an old fart right now, but I've always been a baseball fan. Mike, you're a baseball fan, but when I was a mm-hmm. kid, I just I can't describe how much baseball meant to me for so long. I don't want to sound cheesy, but it, it did. I looked up to baseball players as like heroes, you know, and I know mm-hmm. especially the old time the old timers. I just Baseball was America's game, you know, going back to Babe Ruth, just making baseball explode. Mm-hmm. That's what they did. That's That was their life. That was their passion. They were baseball. And so, like, when you see these characters coming to this supernatural ball field, you know, to relive their glory days, but they're really kind of looks like they're physically still playing Right. Doesn't Kevin Costner sit there and play ball with them? You know, the living is sitting there playing catch, pitch and catch with the with the spirits. Yeah. Well, with his dad at the end. I mean, what's going on? What's going on there? I mean, well, I love the idea of like a paranormal playground, a hangout for ghosts. Yeah, it's and that's what it uh, that's what it turned into. I mean, the the parts that are you know kind of make you wonder though. It's like, okay, so shoeless Joe Jackson comes. And before he left, you know, that, you know, when he it was just him there that was there on the field in the beginning, wasn't it? And, and he asked, is this heaven? That's so right. Where, yeah. <clears throat> where did he come from that he, he, he didn't know. That's a great question. You know, it's like, it's like, was, were they in, in limbo in this, this field, you know, brought them there. Ooh. And uh, you know the famous the line that I love. No, it's Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And I thought that when we were driving through Iowa. You know, and I'm not to sound cheesy, but I'm being totally honest. I, when you said that, I kind of got chills because yeah. I love that idea, Mike. It's like Kevin Costner's character just happened to own property that maybe. He's right next to the 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 proverbial cliched paranormal hotspot, you know, mm-hmm. like it's the earth is creating this special spot. It's just waiting for someone to bring that to realization, you know, in a right. physical but way. I think it I think wherever it would have been, it would have happened because the whole the entire reason for that field was for his father to come he could meet his father that he never met oh shit. yeah that's very true man very so, true you know what if he was in hmm. north dakota here and built it you know it's, so it yeah was be- so nothing necessarily to do with the location more right. about the the relationship between the dad right and the son but then also they must have came from some place where where the ball players interacted because Ray Liotta said Ty Cobb wanted to come, but we wouldn't let him. Nobody <laughs> liked him when he was alive, and we still don't like him, you know, know, kind of kind of thing. Yeah, so you, you hear that stuff about Ty Cobb. He was a nightmare of a oh, human. Well, deliberately spikes on his shoes sliding yeah, into exactly. Ugh. No, but it's, anyway, it's safe but to a say, hell of a ball player. Hell of a ball player, but yeah, a douchebag. <laughs> Let's just yeah, say a that. dick. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a real jerk. Yeah. Yeah, he's a douchebag spelled D-O-O-S-H. That one too, absolutely. Yes. But I, lo- I love, again, 
I love that idea of just like that paranormal hangout, man, where it's, this was their passion in life. And like you said, they're in limbo and they're just kind of waiting to be conjured up, to be brought back yeah, to enjoy what was truly passionate to them one yeah. more time, you know? That but to me, I, that yeah. I love that line. Is this heaven? That would be heaven to them. They're playing ball. Right. They're doing what they loved. Yeah. Wouldn't that be interesting if heaven was individual for everybody? If it fit everyone's unique passions? And that's a that's a distinct possibility. Yeah. As long yeah. as your passions are good, because who knows? Ted Bundy could be in his own personal heaven right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ugh. I don't think no, so. I, he's he's having done to him what he did to others. So right, I'd like to think. But that. like but like Rayota said, I I remember him standing there looking over the field, and, and it's like God, I love this game, you know. Yeah. You know, it's just it was a, it was his passion. Mike, uh, we got a couple more here, and we're running out of time. I knew we'd run. I knew we'd yeah. run out of time. Well, of course. God, there's so many. We're gonna have to do this again. We're gonna have to do it again. Yeah. Um. If the listeners you know, like it, of course. You know, we, Dep- we, depending on the downloads and the re- <laughs> maybe this will be yeah, a one-time sure. thing. <laughs> Gosh, which ones do we want to tackle here? Uh, Mike, what do you want to wrap up on? You want to wrap it up on the Poltergeist films or The Shining? The Shining, The Sixth Sense, or oh, Poltergeist? The, the Sixth Sense was so awesome. Uh, the Shining, it, it, it's like a it's like a hidden ghost story. I mean, and there's yeah. and the place is full of ghosts. Yes. And it, like we talked about on our drive to Tagus, Mike, we talked about The right. Shining, and it's like, is you know, we love the book. It's like, is that a case where it's the house that is bringing forth all of these spirits? You know, is there something about the house yeah. Yeah. that is causing all of this reckless shit to happen? We got The Shining, Sixth Sense, or the Poltergeist films. What do you want to wrap up on? Oh, man. It's well, tough. I know. I I hate putting you. It is. Head. It is. You know. There's so much to be said about each one of them. I mean, uh, just the storyline of the sixth sense of, you know, how how long did it take people to you know, getting into the movie, and how far into the movie did they maybe realize, boy, is is he alive or is he? See, that's you know, the thing. That's known as one of the best twists ever oh so you m night Shellman. you'd um, have just, to you'd yeah. have to think that the majority of people were taken aback by that twist and not too many oh, sure. were able to i mean of course there's people who are who just have that ability they can see something yeah. coming it's like there's something weird about this something's yeah. going to happen and 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 they put in like uh uh the color red was something very specific i don't know what it was but like like that one door it had a red doorknob uh, a closet in the house and uh, the red dress that she was wearing at when she was at the restaurant and he was talking to her, you know? Oh yeah. 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 Uh, you know, yes. it's symbolism in there. I don't get what it was, but I had heard that those meant something. Well, but, it was, yeah. it was perfectly laid out too, where all of the quote unquote hints that the viewer is given. I mean, they make sense when the reveal is Put right in front of you. It's like, oh my god, I right. s- I see that now. I see the hints. But if the reveal, if they didn't have the twist, those scenes would still would still work. You know, mm. all those quote unquote hints, they would just work in a different in a different way because it works as if you're looking at it while he's still alive, and it works as if knowing that he isn't alive. Mm-hmm. You, you get what I'm saying? You're right. Uh, so I think this part as filmmaking goes. 
that was very, very well done. Yeah. But again, the idea of just not, it's a, it's a repeating theme here, Mike, not realizing that you have died. Mm-hmm. You still think but, you're alive. And for whatever yeah, reason, yeah. people are not interacting with you anymore. You're sitting there talking to your wife and she's not responding to you and you don't get it. You don't understand why. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and when he goes to her in the living room when she's laying on the couch sleeping and he, he's yes. there really close to her. Yes. And, and all of a sudden she's cold and you can see her breath, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, you know, that's, it's the chill. It's the chill. It's what he's from, doing. From, exactly. And Haley Joe Osment, I mean, the kid, uh, you know, that's another story all in itself. I mean, the, the, what he did and, and taking it so far as, uh, um, uh, going to the, the wake of that little girl that was slowly poisoned by her mother. Mm. And he, he, he sat there with the little sister of this girl. Um, and I, it looked like I'd see, did it seem like he talked to her and made her feel better, something or other. And, uh, um, uh, went to the father because the ghost of a little girl showed him where that tape was hidden because she taped it all Yeah, of showing her mother, putting a cap full of pine salt into her, her soup <laughs> saying, and don't complain about the taste, just eat it. Good Lord. You know, uh-huh. it, it was that, that was that, uh, Munchausen's disease or whatever she had that like, she, you know, craved the attention she got of her sick daughter and, and the tension she got of oh after she passed away and and you know and then her father watched that video that the ghost of the little girl showed Haley Joe Osment where it was in that box bring it to the father and that's where her mother was ratted out I mean in front of everybody at the wake of this little girl I know I, it's it's a tough oh. it's a tough scene but it's it, it was it was but that's when when Haley Joe Osment it's like he realized what he had, what he could do, instead of just seeing these things and being so f- afraid and hiding in his little, you know, yeah. fort that he made in his house, his his bedroom, his, his safe spot. So, uh, I mean, yeah. what line do you think is more quotable and more famous, Mike? If you build it, they will come, or I see dead see people. dead people. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's it's kind of tough. Uh, yeah, they're both iconic. To me, and actually, I, I would I would probably say I see dead people is probably more. It's probably a more popular one. Maybe I could right. be totally wrong. I could be way off. But it, if you build it, they will come. I mean, I even know. if you didn't watch the movie, you know or, it. Yeah, you you know it. You've heard it. You, you know you've seen it. Uh, uh, yeah, that's right up there with the the force will be with you. Right, the force is with right. you. You know, yeah. It's... And and get out. <laughs> right, <exactly>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But oh man, Ugh. alive uh, again! Just not knowing that you're dead. I mean, to me, it just seems so tragic mm. and such a emotionally powerful in a bad way yeah. reveal for that person. In this case, Bruce Willis's character. You know, um, I I I hope to God that that doesn't happen to to you, to me, to our listeners. Yeah. You know. 
I think I think it's Mike. We're open minded to so many things. It's definitely a possibility. <laughs> it is a possibility. It's just terrifying. I, I Absolutely mm. terrifying and sad. Yeah. You know, I know we're we're running low on time, and yeah. I, you know, and we've got so many things that we could talk about, so many movies, but not to go into them. But there's, <laughs> but, but kind there's, of <laughs> the, there's. A, a movie that was made original in 1960 and a remake in 2001, both absolutely fantastic. Uh, 13 Ghosts. I've I've never seen it. Oh I've never si- seen either watch, of them. Watch either one of them. You know, the original 1960, uh, it's kind of funny because it, you know, it's how they did some of the things, but sure. wasn't supposed to be funny. But but the the remake was so bloody, gory, just. Yeah, and the story, uh, Tony Shalhoub in that was so awesome as the father. That um, and but doesn't that the, sound like a mobster's name? I'm Tony Shalhoub. Oh yeah, great <laughs> actor though. Sorry. But you know, sorry it, about it, the voice. It, it was all about this one man that collected ghosts. He collected these thirteen ghosts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and right. had them in in prison in the basement in these glass, you know cases or whatever but and each one of those ghosts 13 ghosts are i mean it, it it's called the black zodiac it's like each one represents you know a, a like a deep dark zodiac sign or something like that but you know the angry princess the jackal the juggernaut the the bound woman the great child the, the pilgrimist the torn prince the firstborn son the torso the withered lover the 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 I can't read my writing. I was going to say, Mike uh, isn't doing the, this by memory, by the way. The <laughs> broken heart, the hammer. Um, uh, it just wasn't the awesome. hammer. The hammer was a WWF wrestler. Uh, yeah, probably. Maybe it was his ghost. Yeah. Punched him right in a bread basket. <laughs> but a cou- anyway, a couple yeah, things yeah, I wanted to throw out there real quick, anyway, Mike. Yes, um, yes, yes. Uh, I guess we're kind of con- combining some of them. The idea of, those who have passed on the paranormal uh, ghosts using manipulating technology in order to communicate with or interact with the living a couple movies have popped in, into my brain. Obviously the classic poltergeist, uh, the little girl is she hears the voices through the damn television set, right? Well, and that's another classic line that nobody will ever forget. Yeah, They're here. They're here. Exactly. And has been been uh, played on and used in so many different oh, things and so many. But I mean, it still is eerie as hell. I mean, oh, I, I love Poltergeist, but I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, my favorite part of Poltergeist is the slow buildup, all the eerie, creepy, little subtle parts of the haunting. That's yeah. the best part. The yeah. ending is cool, but it's it's outrageous. It's outlandish. It's you know. T- Literally, goes, she, into, goes into a deeper story. It goes into a deeper story. You know, she's in a different realm inside the house. You know, I just, I love it. I love it. But it's, yeah. If I had to choose, I love the subtle little hints at the haunting. You know, beginning yeah. with communicating somehow through the television set. Mm-hmm. You know, they're using those different frequencies or what the hell, whatever you want to, however yeah. you wanted to call it. That creeps me out still to this day. And it's similar to a mic to a mic, similar mic to a movie. <laughs> called fear.com it was one that i was talking with bridget about earlier today it's essentially the idea of a ghost haunting coming back talk about revenge essentially 
I remember Bridget was saying this movie like freaked the hell out of her because this was kind of at the the ascent of the internet, you know, and communicating through email via all you know stuff that we were we take for granted now. But when it was new and cool back in the day, it was new and cool. You know what I mean? It was kind of I don't want to say freaky, but it was a little mind blowing. But anyways, the idea of the dead communicating through these means communicating with the living. Mm-hmm. Um, how does that hit you? How does that strike you, Mike? I know we've talked about phantom phone calls. You think you? We think oh, you may have even had a phantom phone call um, in your own damn oh, house. At least hearing the ringing. Oh, which reminds me, I had a neat thing happen in the kitchen the other day. But anyway, oh, for God's sakes, <laughs> I love how you just so casually throw it out. Like, oh, by the way, I saw a naked woman in my house, and it wasn't Mary. <laughs> uh, well, that like, would oh. never happen. <laughs> But no, I'm talking uh, yeah, in the spiritual yeah. sense, of course. Yeah, the spiritual well, absolutely. Sense. But yeah, I heard that it's it's like that it was the that old phone ringing. Yeah, but it was it was faint, like there was like I was listening to it through like some kind of a cloud or water or something. It was just yeah, weird, it, weird, weird, weird. To wrap it up, then, Mike. But your your thoughts on. The idea of ghosts utilizing technology to communicate and interact with the living. Oh, it's obvious that it's to, to us. It's real. I mean, we have our own experiences of that happening. I mean, yeah. And I sh- let know. me let me rephrase that. Okay. So, throw out the ideas of like you and I attempting to do that, like use utilizing a spirit box, utilizing you know, even a digital recorder and stuff. I'm talking about perhaps the spirits unbeknownst to you you're not trying to do this they're reaching out to you through some right. form of technology okay like like the tv on poltergeist exactly and and exactly yes that's uh, absolutely i mean there are uh people that use that and have it on mm-hmm. off off channel to where it's just you know it'd have to be an old tv i guess where you just have that you know, the, the fuzzy, yeah, all (laughs) that. Well, it's like, that's like, it's like white noise and it has white noise with it along with it. That's another good creepy ghost movie, by the way, white noise. Oh, absolutely. Well, that's a good example of what we're talking about. Exactly. Correct. I mean, you know, and I have seen photographs. uh, I can't remember what the, what the person was that was doing this, but had, actual photographs that look like you could see shapes of faces in that oh. white you know oh, noise, to me that whatever. just creeps me out i don't know yeah. <laughs> i don't know why that creeps me out but yeah. just that notion. it does it's it does it's it's not like you don't it, it's not like you can see them like uh real detailed it's no like, no almost like you know you know looking at a cloud and seeing something but yeah, it's not you know, pareidolia it, yeah, and it's not. So. It's not like you're taking a Rorschach test or anything right. like that. I mean, yeah. but it's kind of clearly you, these images appear to you without any. It's not like you're trying to see them; they just pop out at you. Mm-hmm. What about uh, uh, a spirit manipulating uh, your laptop and typing something? That's else? what I was I mean, thinking that's... about, like the fear.com. Like I was saying, you know, even like receiving phantom emails, you know, or. Okay. Gosh, yeah, cra- I've never seen that movie, but cra- I, or, or, or even nowadays, a modern example, maybe receiving, you know, phantom text messages is like where that sure. this is. This is I mean, it's so hard because everyone and their grandmother literally 
has a cell phone now and there's how many billions of different numbers and connections out there from phone to phone. Some of them have bigger numbers on them well, for us <laughs> older people. But. <laughs> yeah, Mike, anyway. Mike has like a 1988 Casio keyboard for his, for his cell phone. Just the giant yeah. inch long buttons. One, two. I still use a beeper. He does. Yes. No, I don't. Mike beeps. <laughs> Never had one. Yeah, yeah. So, God dang it, Mike. We have to do like we have to go back to this again if the listeners think it is interesting enough. Because if it's I, if it's worth it to them, yeah, I know. Because again, we barely scratch the surface, which seems like we're pretty good at doing that. But um, a great conversation. Uh, unfortunately, it is time to wrap it up. We're going a wee bit yeah. long, but that's cool. That's all right. In a good way, we went long. So um, yeah. Guys, uh, before I forget, uh, if you've made it this long and you want to support the podcast, go check out our Patreon page. Uh, you can sign up for as little as a buck a month. We've released uh, three new episodes, ex- uh, three new episodes. Excuse me, Patreon exclusives in the last uh, month. Uh, we did like the paranormal quiz for Mike. Um, we did. Uh, <laughs> we formed our paranormal dream team. That was a cool, fun discussion. Yeah, that was fun. We fun. threw together a conspiracies episode. I know we've got some requests to take on some con- uh, conspiracies as topics for the flagship. And well, we decided to tackle a few of those on the Patreon episode. Um, lots of fun, exclusive stuff over there. Uh, I won't waste your time. We'd love to see you guys help support the podcast. It would be greatly appreciated. And Mike, I need yeah, to wrap it up. Being mauled by my German I shepherd. know you are. Did you get started, <laughs> Mike? Mike, everybody, I'm telling you right now. He texted me. He felt the urge. He felt the passion. Yes, yes it's he is still there. Going to do it. Did you get started yep. on the drawing? No, but it's laid out, <laughs> and and I no, and the I, the passion has been has and that's what building. matters. That's what matters. you know, and that's where you know where my medication that's getting worked out. I, I'm getting things back, you know, that I yes want to do, and and uh, yeah, I got I got all my equipment and and so everything. you're you're obviously you draw right-handed so your yes. your your wrist and everything has always been fine your forearm yep. is fine i can move the wrist and i can move the fingers but yeah um it's just lifting my arm and you know carrying things is very difficult but um but yeah but now in my good hands i'm getting that psoriatic arthritis <laughs> crap that so I, i'll probably end up with nothing <laughs> but anyway if i'm sitting at my desk here and i got my arm on the table I can do it. I can do it. Well, you're definitely getting some positive vibes sent from me yeah. your way uh, and from I've our listeners. It, yeah, because yeah, I'm telling you, Mike is uber talented. He needs to get back to his artwork. Uh, I do. I do. I've got a few things roaming around in my head, and and I'm actually picturing them on paper, and uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great, and I'm looking forward to it. Mike, this has been a great flipping conversation. It has. It went uh, by too fast, even though it went really long. So yes. <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> yes. And like we said, if if it's worth it to all the listeners that we love so much. Yes. We shall do it again. We shall do it again. And again, happy holidays to everybody. We appreciate each and every one of you. Mike, until next time, my friend, happy holidays to you and Mary as well. What and you do, thank you very much, our paranormal pals need to do. Peace out. <laughs>